Hello, everybody. Good morning, good night, good evening, good afternoon. It doesn't really matter. You're watching the middle-aged podcast, where a middle school-aged kid and their middle-aged dad talk about what that's like. I'm that middle school-aged kid. My name is Trip, and the middle-aged dad is... That's me. I'm Will. Middle-aged hurts, but yep, it's true. Yeah. Okay, so... As you can probably tell, we've been gone for quite a long time. By my voice being way deeper than it was in the third episode. Way deeper. Way deeper. And the fact that it literally was in August and now it is April. So, he, so before we actually get into things, uh, P.S. This will probably be one of the longest episode, one of the longer episodes compared. Maybe I don't know. Okay. But um. So yeah, we're going to explain what's been going on. Uh, so I'm going to go first, and then Dad. So um, so what's been going on with me, um, I have been in a play called Honk Jr. Yep. It's well, musical. So um, it is basically Ugly Duckling, but musical edition. Mm-hmm. So my role in it was a duck named Beaky, which was... Um, one of the five sibling, no, one of the four siblings of Ugly Duckling. Um, along with me was me, Beaky, Billy, Downy, and Fluff, and then of course the Ugly Duckling. Now, was this the first play you had to audition for? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, kind of. Y- yeah, basically, ba- basically, yeah. Okay, what was that process like? The audition process. Okay, so we basically emailed our, I'm going to keep names disclosed, our drama teacher in the school. Sure. That we were interested in being in the musical. So then they sent us a link of like a song and lyrics to the song. So um, it was from, the song was a tiny bit of Joy of Motherhood. Which is, uh, the, I believe, the second song in the play. It might be the third. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, we just basically sung that as a group of five. And then we sung it by ourselves. And then, and then if they, uh, the drama teacher, um, they would pick up, pick random people. And, like, pick people that were, like, doing really good with, like, acting out the song and stuff. And then tell them to, like, read some lines. Mm-hmm. I was one of those people. So I got to read some lines. And then they uh, um, casted the cast board. And, yeah, I saw that I was Beaky. So, yeah, um, that musical was very fun. I believe... When did I fin- When did we actually do the actual play? December, November? Somewhere in there, because I know it was snowing. Yeah. But I don't remember exactly what day it was, or what month it was, even. Yeah. So, uh, it was pretty fun. Uh, we might show, uh, like, a picture or something okay. of me in it. I don't know. Um, and, uh, so basically, the songs in that musical, I'm just gonna say, are very good. They're not on iTunes, sadly, but if you, if you wanna listen to what those songs are, look up on YouTube, Honk Jr., Mm-hmm. Honk Jr. Uh, 
soundtrack. Okay. That's the word. Um, and you'll be in for a treat. It, it was a very good musical. Yeah. I agree. And so that one, that one's done. Yeah, that one's long gone. And what are so, we doing now? So I am currently in a second play because our, my school, my middle school, does a musical and a play. Okay. So plays are, if you don't already know, it's like a musical, but no music. It's just talking and like, yeah, stuff like that. So it is called a comedy double feature. It is two different plays. Um, some people are in both, but most people are just in one or the other. Okay. So one is called 15 Reasons Not to Be in a Play. <laughs> uh, so as the name suggests, it is literally just 15 reasons with some funny skits in the middle, some of which being believable, most of them not. I, I don't... Yeah, the most of them aren't. And then, so it's uh, like a comedy of absurdity? Yeah. Very good. I mean, I, yeah, like, I don't think assassins are going to be hunting you, and then the second you g- get done with the play, they're going to assassinate you. Great. <laughs> I, I mean, I hope not. <laughs> and the one that I am in is called Appropriate Audience Behavior. Okay. So that one is about people watching Hamlet. Hamilton or Hamlet? Definitely Hamlet. And then, so I am... The the one I am Michael. Ba- basically, that one is about just people being very annoying during the play, and just you know distracting everyone. Yeah, you know, you know those people who like smack while chewing their food, mm-hmm. or like scream at the top of their lungs or something, or. Yell Try to talk like, to the characters in the play while it's going on. Definitely that one. I love that scene, to be honest. It's very <laughs> funny. But I, of course, you all know that one person on the bus or, like, subway or stuff like that that is always just asking you if they can sleep on your shoulder. And that, my friend, is my part. Ooh. I am sitting down and I go like... Hey, if I need to take a quick snooze, can I either use your shoulder or your lap as a pillow? They, of course, reject, and then I'm like, but I'm not a long nap taker, 10 to 15 minutes tops, and I hardly ever drool. <laughs> so, so you are a, uh, you're invading people's personal space. Yeah, so then Excellent. they leave, and then it's just like, you're welcome to sleep on my shoulder if you want. My, I think it's pretty soft, all things considered. <laughs> and so, like, I don't even think I'm tired anymore. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's... It's pretty funny. Good. So, yeah. I'm excited to see that one. Yeah. Uh, so that's what's been going on with me. Uh, Dad, how about you? Ooh. You said the last one was, last one of these was in August? Yep. August 15th. Uh, I'm older. Um, more middle-aged. Uh, I haven't aged technically yet. My birthday's not for another month. Um, the only real new thing on top of just work stuff is I started writing a novel. Oh, yeah. But that wasn't until this month. This past month. March yeah. 3rd. I started writing the novel on Pop Pop's birthday. It is looking very, very interesting. I'm excited about it. I uh, am not a writer. I mean, I am a writer. I'm technically a writer as a lawyer. Lawyers are professional writers. Uh, at least that's what they told us in law school. I have never written fiction before. Um... 
So this is a fun new adventure for me. I thought you have written fiction. No, I write. I've written nonfiction stuff, mm-hmm. personal narratives, um, poetry, mm-hmm. um, but never, never full blown make 'em ups. Uh, and so this is my first time doing that, which I didn't know would I would even enjoy. And I'm just shy of twenty thousand words already. Um, yeah, so it's kind of interesting. It's a story. It's basically, I'm using kind of um, a hero's journey template. Mm-hmm. So similar to like uh, Harry Potter or a Harry Potter or The Hobbit yeah. or Lord of the Rings, except it's not fantasy. There's no um, magic or no superpowers. Well. No, there are no there are no elves or dwarves or wizards. Mm-hmm. There are no foreign mystery lands. It's set yeah. in middle America and a city in America, but the supernatural magical aspect of it is more tied to um religion. So, so it's so still a, there, but it feels a little bit more wrapped into the real world. So are there superpowers? No. Anything supernatural? Yes. Okay, I'm interested. Good. As long as any book has even the slightest bit of supernatural, I will read it, I will watch the movie, I will do anything. There's some supernatural in it, so you'll you'll enjoy it when it's done. There's also a few choice words. So, you know, don't repeat everything in the novel. But ah, I see. It, uh, PG, PG, maybe 13. No big deal. Okay. Should be fun. Hopefully, hopefully I can land the plane. It's taking off well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, anybody yeah. can do that. Yeah, uh, I, get my, I get my desire to write books from them. I, from me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've always wanted to write a book. Mm-hmm. But... It, it was always supposed to be nonfiction. And then I don't feel, this is a weird, vulnerable thing to say, I suppose. I don't feel I have the credentials to write the nonfiction book I wanted to write. So um, I have no qualms about doing what I am doing with the novel. So hopefully this goes really well. Mm-hmm. And it is at least something fun, and then I can make another one. Because as I was telling uh, Mr. Norris today about it, and I think, was it Hemingway? Hemingway said everyone has one novel in them. Mm-hmm. It's the second one that makes you a writer. So we'll see. Yep. Oh, if you don't know, Mr. Norris is our neighbor. Yeah, yeah. across the street. Yeah, across the street. Um, uh, You're writing a book too, right? Yeah. You want me to explain that? A I bit? would love you to explain that. Okay, so um, I've writing has piqued my interest. I guess I want to be an author when I grow up. Has been um. I, See, it's funny you say you get it from me. I my I'm inspired by you. All of your really? character work. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's what made me want to try fiction because you're so great at creating characters and situations and backstories, mm-hmm. and it looked so fun. I figured, hey, why not? And it is. Anyway, continue. Okay, so, writing. Um, so ever since second or first grade, yeah, first grade. So in first grade, every Friday, yeah, Friday, 
every week, basically, every single day, we would have this writing prompt. But on Fridays, it was called Free Choice Friday, where we got to write whatever we wanted. So um, I started making this little small series. It was just like, it's called Food Man and Drink Boy. A food man had the power of summoning every single food possible and drink man and drink boy. Oh my gosh, I don't know why I still remember this. <laughs> Has the power of summoning any sing any drink ever. I you can assume which one's more powerful. And um so and then the sequel, I don't even remember the first book was about, but the sequel I do remember very clearly. They meet. They were at um, a pizza joint and then um so then it was like the the mouth, the villain, the mouth comes in, and then they meet pizza, pizza man and chicken nugget boy. <laughs> and I was I was very hungry. When I, I remember these. chicken nugget boy. I think. I and then so um so they teamed up and defeated the mouth, mm. uh, without being eaten. Luckily, or so I don't I don't really remember. The mouth had like zombies mouths that it can control. It yeah. But after that, I kind of stopped because uh, it was just like in my notebook and stuff. But then um, I started writing this series called The Pizza Police. Mm-hmm. It is about a uh, police officer. That it's okay. So once upon a time, there is a guy named Bob. Bob was very bad, and then he was trying to turn all the junk food in the world into horrendous monsters. And then, so, yes, every sing- a lot of the books I write have a theme of food of some sort until later years. It's a culinary context to yeah. the work. Um, so then, so then Trip, the main character, I wonder why their name is Trip. Hmm. And then, um, and then, uh, so they walk in, it's like, Bob, don't you dare. So then he's like, oh, how dare you. <laughs> and then, so, so then Trip actually, he's about to do the thing on the pizza but then the pizza turns into a robot called PizzaBot. And then, um, uh, so PizzaBot and Trip are just the best of buds, and then they fight crime and um, try to gather up all the enemies, like the monsters, and then turn them back into regular food. They fight the hot dog monster, hot, hot dog monster first, then the ice cream, not ice cream, ice cream. Then they fought the terrific chicken nugget, the terrific chicken nugget, and then the fourth one was the nacho invasion, and then I have, and then I kind of stopped, but basically the ending goal, uh, it gets depressing. You could say, <laughs> Pizza Bot dies, Aww. and be- because basically once they cure every single junk food, like they get everything. Pizza Bot was one of the foods that became sentient, so then he turns back into a pizza, and then it ends with um, two mysterious characters going trip. Wait, no, no, it was like, it was like a superhero name, um, and then it's like we need your help, and then mm. pulls down the mask, and then it ends. Ooh. And then that leads straight to the Friendus League. So that was, yeah, yeah, it's. It's just about five friends who fight crime, and yeah, it's not that special, but. But you got to work in a, all your, like, friends' friends. Yeah. Make characters together with them. Yep. That's so fun. I didn't actually, I usually draw the pictures for my books, but in this one I got, uh, me and my friend worked on it together. Uh, so, 
He drew it. I wrote it. It was pretty fun. But now I am working on the book that Dad told me, said. Um, it is called The Dream Team. Mm. It is basically a... There's not really a main, main character. There's four main characters. Jessica Janis, James Janis, Joshua Janis, and Jada Janis. As you can tell, they are all siblings. Mm-hmm. Jessica Janis is 12 and in 7th grade. James Janis is in 11, is 11 and in 6th grade. Uh, Jada and Joshua Janis are in 8th grade, and they are both 13. They are twins. They are twins. Um, so yeah, they are best of buds, but the thing is, uh, how do I put this? Okay, so James gets bullied a lot for, um, reasons, and then, uh, and then, um, so, what's her name? Jessica is always there to protect him until she gets detention because the bullies made a tall tale about her doing something. And the teacher does not like Jessica for some reason. I, yeah, it's just, he's just kind of one of those teachers that just is mad at random students for no reason. So just uses any excuse to get her in trouble. So now that she's not there, it's lunch detention, so it's like recess. Not, she doesn't get recess, so... James gets beat up a lot. Oh, That's so she's yeah. she's in like in school yeah. detention, yeah, and can't protect her brother. Yes. Gotcha. So then James gets beat up by the bullies, mm-hmm. and the reason he's not telling Joshua or Jada about this is because um, he doesn't want them to get made fun of by their eighth graders because it's like oh the oh the big eighth graders are protecting a little sixth grader. He still doesn't really know why um, Jessica doesn't get made fun of because she's in seventh grade. And then Jessica just always responds with, I have my ways. <laughs> the, um, yeah, the, the reasons are just, she's a really nice person. Nobody wants to mess with her. It, yeah. So we have this podcast for middle school age, and you're writing a book about characters that are all in middle school. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Are they based loosely on people you know at school? Okay, you don't have to say who, obviously. No. No. The characters... Okay, so Jessica is based off of me. Okay. James is based off of my sister, Caitlin. Okay. Joshua is based off of you, actually. Hmm. And Jada is based off of mom. Okay. The character designs actually look a lot similar to everybody. Cool. But just... A little different. Jessica's red hair, like long red hair. Is this the first one you've typed? Yes. Well. At home, at I least? believe so. I believe. Yes. Yes, it is. You've typically handwritten. Yeah, I, A lot of your books. Yeah, I get self-conscious about my handwriting, so I'm just typing it this time. Oh. Mine would be illegible if I had to write it by hand. So yeah. Well, I mean, I s- tried writing a bit of this book that I haven't even really done anything with. Mm. It's called um, The Thing. It's about a kid whose parents uh, get kidnapped. Yes. Whose parents get kidnapped, so he has to find the five relics. I had, to, I actually made a song about that. For The Thing? <laughs> For The Thing, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, let me think. 
Yo, my name is Trip, and I like to make books. I made this one. Come on, just take a look. It's about a boy named Joey Jameson, and his parents get kidnapped. The monster... Something... So, basically, he has to find the five relics, and then, uh, in each dimension, and then he gets his parents back. What do the relics do? I don't know. I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> I I got to like chapter two and then I kind of ditched it. So that's kind of interesting, right? Like how when you're telling your stories, how um, how complete are they? Because when I started my book, I had kind of outlined it in my head. I had how I was going to start, the middle, the end. I knew how I wanted to work it out. But then when I started writing it the way the characters interacted, things that happened, it just didn't feel right to go the way I wanted to. And I let the characters kind of shift the story a bit. So now I don't know how my book's going to end yet. Mm -hmm. I, I did when I started it. Now it's a surprise to me. Like I was telling mom, I was writing a part and then all of a sudden a twist happened. But, like, it was a twist even to me, and I'm the one writing it. And I was like, I didn't know that that character was going to do that. Now we're going in this whole other direction. Do you do stuff like that, or do you have it kind of set and stick to a plan? Okay. So I never really write the middle chunk. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, I never can think of the middle chunk. Uh, basically, I usually just get... I, I get all the characters fleshed out with fully backstories, all the bad guys, like every single character fleshed out, the design and everything just fully fleshed out. Mm. And then the plot, I just, that's the hardest part for me. Sure. I can get the beginning, and I can get the end, you know, villain gets defeated, but just the main chunk is just really hard for me. Mm. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying, but. No, yeah. I think it's hard for everybody. I mean, this is my first one when I've actually gotten, like, fully in-depth with the characters. Because mm -hmm. usually I just, like, make the characters not really fully fledging out their backstories. But now I'm, like, fully, fully fledging out their backstories. Is that the right word? Fleshing. Fleshing? I'm yeah. just saying fledging. Fleshing out their backstories. So, um, so yeah, uh, going back along with the Dream Team. I think it's fleshing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fleshing out. Um, so uh, the thing, um, so I, it's either like, I don't really know how they're gonna get there, but like basically, they all notice that like some of their friends are just disappearing one day, and then they see this like cloaked figure running around, and it's mm. like, whoa, who's that? And then it's like, so they follow them or stuff. It's it's very loose. I'm still like in the process of like thinking about everything kind mm -hmm. of so then they um so then let's just say they get in this world there are special people who have like powers deep within them that needs to be awakened mm -hmm. so they basically they they pick the r people who are special and then they awaken the power and then so Jessica's is the power to draw anything and make it become real mm -hmm. as long as it looks like the thing uh james is just being able to shoot magic out of like a unicorn horn have supersonic hearing and i'm pretty sure can fly i don't know yet i i forgot if he can fly or not 
Josh Noah can create portals out of sound waves and create like energy beams out of sound waves. Um, Jada can fly. Yeah, Jada's the one who can fly mm-hmm. and shoots like magical beams and stuff. Okay. So, um, so everybody is talking about this weird guy. His name's Frederick Jorge. Frederick Jorge's power is plants. Because the thing is, not everybody uses their powers for good. Okay. Some people, you know, great power must come, great responsibility. But mm-hmm. other people just use their power for evil and stuff like that. So Frederick is has plant magic and is just, like, fully, like, destroying other planets. Oh. And stuff like that. Like, he's just, he's, like, yeah, he's very older than the rest of them. Okay. And the rest of the main gang, he's... A veteran in this program, quotation marks, I guess, mm-hmm. air quotes, but, um, yeah, so Bob Jones is another character who is actually a follower of Frederick, Okay. but they don't know that. The, the rest of them don't? Yeah, n- none of them know that. Bob Jones is like a super celebrity here. Oh. Uh, let's just say it's magic is like shape-shifting kind of thing. So, um, the thing with, uh, Bob is, well, no, the thing with James, actually, he's, um, you know how he gets bullied a lot? Mm-hmm. He also has a bunch of fake friends that only use him for stuff. So he can, so he immediately tells that Bob is not who we say is, say he is. Because James is very used to having fake friends. Mm-hmm. So Bob Jones welcomes them and be like, hello, friends. And then James is like, something's up with that guy. Yeah, so it turns out he, he was right. Nobody believes him until he's like, ha I am evil. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's basically what I got, kind of. Like, I haven't written all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like what, that's the idea sure. of some plot threads that I have. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to, I definitely do what you do and just let the characters do stuff, you know? Yeah, let the story write itself almost. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what's been going on with us. Anything else you want to talk about, T? Mm, no. Not really. You want to do a card or call it? Uh, let's do cards. Okay. Pick a number. Uh, let's do one. One. Do you want to pick the card? Uh, no, you got it. You can do it. Uh, what would you do? Topics of table two. Should the office of the President of the United States be used to influence the morals of our country and the world? Let's not do that one. I don't want to get into politics questions. Let's not get into politics. Let's keep it light. Let's keep it non Have you ever pretended you were sick to get out of something? No. Never? No. Well, you're young still. I, well, uh... I guess when I'm like scared i like want to go up to you and mom and go like (laughs) i like kind of get like the tiniest thing sometimes and it gets like and it's just like try to get help so i can like just be with you guys for a second Mm -hmm. like it's like at night it's not to get out of something no it's just to like get out of the existential dread of being with your own thoughts Yes. I don't like being Nobody alone with my own thoughts. It. 
No, hundred percent. Why would anybody want to be alone with their own thoughts? I understand. I um in my collegiate days sometimes would enjoy myself too much and forget about things. And there were a couple of exams I may have missed due to uh, conflicts with my party schedule and had to not so much pretend to be, I don't think I should tell this story, pretend to be sick, Mm -hmm. but um, people might have, I might have had to like fake an obituary. What's that? When someone dies, they write about it in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And I had said someone had passed so I could get out of missing a test. And then they needed proof that that had happened. So then I had to find someone that had passed that day and uh, pretend like that was people I knew in a funeral I went to. I'm not proud of it. But I got to retake the test and I got an A. Cool. Um, a win's a win. Y- yeah. Don't be me. Okay. Be better than me. Anywho, uh, T, you're the coolest kid in the world, man. I'm glad we're doing this together. Yeah, we haven't done it in a while. I miss it. Alright, do you remember how we end this podcast? Yeah. How? Do we just say bye? I'm Will, this is T. This is the Middle Age Podcast. Yeah. Peace. Huh? Or is that... That's a different thing. That's my thing. <laughs> anyway, guys. I don't think we're done yet. We're not done. No. Uh oh. No. Curveball. Here are some things. Uh oh. Here are some things, everybody. Bonus content. I am disappointed in all of you. What? Not you. Not you. Oh, I know what this is. We. I gave you a second chance to do the super fight, to vote on it, and no one responded. I am disappointed in all of you. I am not giving any third chances at all. Yeah, guys. That was disappointing. So we are just going to say it is a tie, and we are both winners. That's right. Darth Vader and Voldy are both winners. But next time we do that, if we do not get more response, then you guys lose. Yeah. That's how that works. Middle Age Podcast 1, viewers 0. That's right. So... And one more thing. You know how we keep saying Luigi Pizza TV and stuff about what I do on my YouTube channel? So, I quit that one. But because I got really burnt out from that and, like, all the clutter and stuff. But I did make two new ones. Yes! Called Trapizza and Trapizza Gaming. Trapizza is about animated story time. You've all heard of The Odd Ones Out, Jane Animations, Animations, Infamous Wish Party Animates. You get the gist. All of you know that. I, you don't, do you? I know Jaden Animations. Okay. <laughs> um, um, okay, I, I've showed him a few. But. Not a sponsor. Okay. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, it's like that. So some videos that are out are Why I Don't Like Bananas, Starburst, and Why They're the Best. One that I'm working on right now is my daycare stories. Ooh, yes. I can't wait. And uh, Trapizza Gaming, as the name suggests, is gaming. So uh, I'm doing a series right now. It is Cuphead. I'm just playing some standard Cuphead. 
And maybe we'll get into the DLC, but the DLC is hard, and I don't want to be stuck on a specific boss for an entire episode. But yeah, that's that's what I got to say. And now I think now I think we are done. Thank you guys so much for listening again, and uh, we will never never leave you this long in between episodes until we decide to stop doing this forever but we will be back very very soon let's not guarantee that but yes sure maybe we will maybe never do it again thanks again guys yep uh yep so this was trip and will and thanks for watching the middle-aged podcast